Welcome on to the podcast. This is This Week in the JJ Sports World, and this is following up a big news report by John Arand of the Sports Business Journal. He's been all over this story, and that story being the Big Ten and their media rights negotiations. Right now, it seems that it's going to be Fox with the A package, NBC and CBS both with a uh, a B slash C package. We'll get those um, second tier games. We'll split kind of those packages. And it was reported that CBS would pay about $350 million annually um, to secure those college football games at the 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central time window. And I believe that number also includes college basketball games. I don't know if they'll keep the Big Ten men's basketball tournament. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. Again, CBS, $350 million uh, for that B package, which is a hefty price, to be honest. I mean, anything's pretty big these days. And, um, of course, it just keeps the numbers just seem to get, get bigger and bigger every year in the Big Ten. Uh, with that number, is certainly going to be getting over a billion dollars annually. When your B package, half of your B package is going for $350 million. Now, it does, it does, I don't, it doesn't include what NBC is going to be paying. Maybe it'll be paying slightly less at $300 million. But we know Fox will be paying about um, whatever the other partners pay, the combined total of everything else. So the Fox would probably be paying in the ballpark of, of $600, $650. Um, somewhere around there uh, annually to get uh, probably the biggest game every week and the Big Ten Championship, I would assume, on an annual basis. And it would be kind of a very good sign for for, uh, the Big Ten that they'd be on a lot of different networks, that they'd have a very wide distribution being on three broadcast networks for college football, um, being available from the start of the day at noon Eastern time, all the way until prime time, available for everybody in the entire country as long as they have an antenna. And in a couple of years' time, it maybe will have the technology that you don't even need an antenna. You can watch these games just directly on your phone. Your phone would have a built-in antenna, but obviously, they that is um, there's some hurdles to jump with that because the the networks do, they don't want you to get these games for free. Um, they want you to pay for their streaming service. They're, right now, Paramount Plus, it's four ninety nine a month for um, the ad-supported plan, and Peacock the same, four ninety nine a month for that for premium. So, obviously, that is probably the future we're going to see. Is that it's reported that Peacock will have some exclusive games, both in men's basketball and uh, college football. I don't know the quantity of these games but i assume that they're they didn't mention uh cable games on usa network so i assume that there will be that it will be a either the games on nbc at 6 30 central time 7 30 eastern time or they'll air a couple uh possibly day games on peacock i don't know and if there's a conflict like nascar maybe they just move the game to peacock and they keep that 7 30 eastern time window but obviously it's not known yet once there's an official announcement from the Big Ten, they'll give us a couple more details regarding 
um, what exactly these networks are going to be obtaining. But the biggest win here is obviously the Big Ten getting a lot of uh, meteorites partners, but the big loser, ESPN. Right now they're on the outside looking in. Negotiations are not yet finalized. But ESPN, bar, if barring a change in, in heart, change in direction, would be outside of, they wouldn't have the Big Ten for the first time really in 40 years. ESPN's had the Big Ten uh, for a long time. And ABC started airing Big Ten games back in, I believe, the 1960s. 1966, I believe, is when ABC start, first started airing the Big Ten. This would be a historic move. The only other conference, really, that is prominent that doesn't have games on ESPN is the Mountain West. I think I don't think just Conference USA. I don't think maybe Conference USA has a couple games on ESPN um, here and there, but... Mountain West has not been on ESPN since uh, they they switched to CBS and Fox uh, with a couple games here and there on Stadium and other uh, platforms. But it's a bold move. But I think now it's better to be off of ESPN now than in the glory days of cable television. When we saw the NHL be off of ESPN, they were off of ESPN from 2005 until 2021. So it was it was a long time for ESPN and the NHL. And we're talking uh, the peak days of cable television, which I'd argue was really 2011, all um, probably through 2017, maybe 2010 to 2017, I don't know. But it, in there, those are the days, the peak days of cable television. And you could extend for sports even earlier that you'd see a lot of games on cable TV. We saw... In all those all those years that you'd had to have the SEC network, you had to have the Big Ten network, um, you had to have ESPN FS1 when that launched in, I believe, 2015, and then it started carrying Big Ten games in 2017. But right now, it's not quite as critical. Cable TV is not as prominent as it once was. We'll still see games on cable television with this new TV deal for sure. Uh, we'll have games on the Big Ten Network, we'll have games on FS1, but the question is, by the end of this deal, is there a carve-out for these games to air on a Fox streaming service? Um, Fox, obviously, right now they have Fox Nation, they have Tubi, which is free right now, um, and they have... Uh, I don't know exactly who controls Big Ten Plus, but that is a current streaming service. I don't know if that's going to be uh, just, I don't know if it's going to be uh, taken over by one of these other bidders that they just start, that they just incorporate Big Ten Plus into a Peacock or a Paramount Plus. Because right now, Big Ten Plus is just not a very good value. And I think it needs to go somewhere else. Big Ten Plus, as a standalone service right now, it's just not the value you see. Um, because you could pay a lot of money for Big Ten Plus, but you're not really getting very much good content uh, compared to... Because no one is going in, unless you're a fan of one specific school and you're just a super fan, you're not going in to watch every sport. You're going in for a hand selection of games. And it just doesn't make sense to be paying for all of those games when you just want really... 
um, a selection. But it is great that those games are available because there was a time when you couldn't watch really other anything other than men's basketball, college football, and then maybe a couple other events here and there when it comes to championship time. But it's great that those games are being broadcast. Sometimes they're being broadcast by students. Um, but all these games used to be available with a cable subscription, but then they moved away from that um, a couple years ago. And then they incorporated BTN Plus, and then it turned into Big Ten Plus. But we'll see. That was, and that was before really the days of streaming services were huge. That was uh, one of the first ones to go there. Uh, just let's talk big picture here. What does this mean? I really think this deal is emblematic of the Big Ten's growth. I think it it means that the Big Ten has done its due diligence and that a six-year deal in the last deal was a very smart move for them as they're really just exponentially increasing their rights value. And that's what they have done. Now, it's going to be very interesting to see if ESPN does get involved. Do they get desperate and write a big check? Because I know with the NFL... Uh, the NFL wanted a huge rights increase from ESPN. The NFL didn't get that. And what ended up happening was ESPN used their leverage and they got the NFL to come down in price. I don't think there's quite the same amount of leverage that uh, ESPN has in this situation. There's quite a bit of leverage. But with Fox being at the table and there being uh, many other bidders including uh, Fox, NBC, CBS. It's, and there's just not as many quantity of games. With the NFL package, where are you going to put Monday Night Football? Are you going to put it on uh, a streaming service? Are you going to put it on a broadcast network? It's just that it's... ESPN was the perfect fit for that. And it was going to be hard for the for the NFL to continue to have success in that Monday night package if they didn't get ESPN involved and give them the perks, like added exclusive games, um, the added flexibility that will come with the NFL schedule. And the ESPN really got a very good deal with the NFL. It was not quite the rights increase that the other partners were paying, and they got a ton of added inventory. It was a very good move for ESPN now, on the other side, with this Big Ten deal, ESPN is in the same boat as the other bidders. They don't have any special luxury. They don't have any um, sort of leverage. of. And the thing with the NFL is that ESPN was overpaying for that previous package. So they didn't... A huge rights increase um, was going to uh, still keep them as really the top payer even though they weren't getting the best games. Now, in this situation, ESPN's going to have to at least contend with what the other networks are paying. And ESPN probably wants a larger package of games. They probably aren't going to be content with one game a week. They probably want sort of those cable games as well to keep um, people subscribing to ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPNU, um, as well as try to grow an ESPN Plus product. And I don't think the Big Ten 
wants to put these games on ESPN Plus after we've seen such a enormous uh, right of uh, price increase to watch games on ESPN Plus. I, I think fa- uh, that uh, it's in the Big Ten's best interest to stay away from Big or from ESPN Plus at this point. Um, but we'll see though. We will see. Because if they want to put a ton of games on ESPN Plus and they're not going to pay for it, then why would you go with them? We'll see it though. We will see. Big picture, there will be a ton of broadcast exposure for the conference. Uh, with the added teams, there will be a 16 teams in the conference. So that will create about 8 games a week during the during conference play. Uh, early season, they could see maybe... They could see maybe like 14, 13 games a week on their package. So in those weeks, uh, we'd probably see a lot of games um, on cable as on the Big Ten Network, just as we do uh, in today's market. Where the Big Ten Network will have a ton of games. Um, but we didn't really talk about that that late night package, which could certainly air on FS1, but could air on a Peacock as well. I don't expect those games. Uh, a late night game to air on um, on a broadcast network, but it's very possible Fox has done games on broadcast network and late night. Um, and we've seen uh, games competing with each other. I don't know um, if we'll see, especially in the early season when there are more packages, will there be a simultaneous games on broadcast networks or will the broadcast networks have exclusivity at least to broadcast TV during the game windows. So will would Fox be able to put a second Big Ten game on at let's say seven east or seven Eastern, eight Eastern, or whatever time? Would they be able to do that? Or would they have have to give that exclusivity to NBC? And maybe it's in the weeks that NBC has the third best game than they could be competed with, but if they have the second best game, maybe it's that they have the exclusivity, at least for broadcast TV. Because we'll certainly see uh, Big Ten Network have games all throughout the day, and Fox can do whatever they want um, when competing with their own window. So that's probably not a big problem there. But again, we'll see. There's not such a huge rush. The Big Ten has really as much time as they need to get this done, but they want to get it done really before uh, these networks talk to other conferences like the Pac-12 and the Big 12. But of course, the Big Ten's such a better product than you're going to get with the Big 12 or Pac-12 that you're going to want to uh, get the package of the Big Ten. That's the priority, and then if you don't get the Big Ten, then you kind of scramble and have to go with the Pac-12, which... This is definitely putting uh, digital companies probably in the front runners for those two conferences, as well as potentially ESPN. They'll probably want to keep a package of games involving Oklahoma State, involving BYU, involving Iowa State. There's a couple of decent brands that you're going to get with those conferences that they want to hold on to. But anyway... I think the most interesting thing with this package is that ESPN could be left out. And ESPN 
can they provide the leverage to eke out a package at a price that they think is affordable? Because we know ESPN has had very big problems with losing money. Especially in this cord-cutting age where less people are paying for cable television, less people um, are, are watching certain events. Viewership has been down for some events. Um, a lot of things are down on TV, but sports have kind of kept afloat to a certain extent. And and we're talking college football. We're not talking uh, a professional league. Not every game is, has a certain value that you want to uh, put on it. What, when you're talking about Big Ten football, there are a decent handful of games that you're going to see uh, attract four four or more million viewers if it's on broadcast television. And I think in the added games on broadcast television, that gives even more opportunity for that. So, I mean, there's a lot of good brands in the Big Ten, and there's a lot of passionate fans. We'll see how this goes. Anyway, when there is a deal, we'll come on the podcast and we'll break it all down. We will uh, kind of tell who won, who lost, and really the financial implications. The Big Ten is going to get paid. All these schools in the Big Ten are going to get paid a lot of money. Uh, I think it's a huge win for the conference if they can uh, get the, get three broadcast networks involved. If they get ESPN involved in a way that they're going to still put games on ABC, I say go right ahead. But if ESPN is going to... to uh, not budge and try to put games on ESPN Plus and just make it just use the use the Big Ten as just a ploy to get people to pay more money to them. It's just I mean it was it's great ESPN coverage of college football is great when they put these games on ABC and Saturday Night Primetime and that's what they're doing uh, this year with um, Ohio State against uh, Notre Dame in Week One. That is a great thing. College game news is going to be there. It is a great thing that ESPN does. They do great when they feature the game. But when they try, when they just... We've seen what they do with the Big 12, is they just put the game on ESPN+, and then they kind of just shelve it away and say, well, if you don't want to pay us money, you don't get to watch this game. And I get that that's how cable TV has been, but... It's kind of just spreading themselves so thin that you have to really have cable TV and you have to have ESPN Plus to watch everything. And not everyone wants to do that, especially when they're going to increase that price for ESPN Plus. Anyway, thanks for coming on out and listening to this my rant and ramble and everything else that I have done to your ears today. Anyway, we'll have a deal from the Big Ten probably in the coming weeks. But if we don't, I guess we'll just keep waiting. They probably want to get this done uh, before the first college football game kicks off. Just because um, they want to draw attention to themselves. And I think that Fox wants to declare victory. CBS wants to uh, get lined up. I think CBS is very desperate to keep games airing in that 2 30 
Central Time, 3.30 Eastern Time window. Uh, NBC, of course, they, they want more for college football. NBC College Football has been kind of questionable in their production because they just do Notre Dame games. Um, but I would assume that they would hire some credible broadcasters. And when you're doing a one-game package a week, you're going to get a decent team like you see with CBS's team of Brad Nestler, Gary Danielson right now. You'd probably get, get somebody that's decent off of either ESPN, uh, Fox, or somewhere else get them on these games and and we there hasn't been any sort of broadcast network college football announcers that have been terrible I mean they've all been decent okay all right we'll see you next time